Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kohansky. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Mara and Gloria with Artery Inc. with a K. And they are not tattoo artists, as if you were wondering. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thanks uh, for having us. That's awesome. I've been waiting for this for a long time. The first time we met was an incredible one-on-one uh, just talk with you guys. And I felt like after that, I really, really bonded with you in a lot of different ways. So we're going to have some fun. Um, ask some questions, get to know about you, jump in. We might go down some rabbit holes. So let's get started. So let's get to know a little bit about each of you and tell us a little bit about your backstory and what did you do when you grew up and what do you like joy doing in your spare time? You want me to go first? Sure. I'm Mara. I'll go first. I grew up in Chicago um, and I have always been an artist I was also a horseback rider and an ice skater, and I was homeschooled, so I had a lot of time to do a lot of fun things and a lot of art. Um, and I always remember making my uh, family cards, friends and family greeting cards my whole life. So I was definitely focused on the arts and just doing different projects like that. And I ended up going to uh, moving to Milwaukee to go to college for illustration. And I didn't really know I want what I wanted to do exactly, but I didn't think I could make money just being a painter. So I figured illustration was like a good mix of art, but also a way that I could maybe use it to make money in the future. Um, so I went there for four years and graduated, and then I got a job in the service industry and became a waitress and pretty much did that for 10 years or so About. until I met Gloria. Um, and then you can fill in. I'll fill in. Then. Fill in the blanks. Yes. Well, I'm Gloria. Um, I was actually, I, I was born in Chicago, but I grew up in Mexico City. We were born in the same hospital. Same hospital, enough. which is so weird. Right? Wow. <laughs> Two different countries. Two different countries, same hospital. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like it was meant to be. It yeah. was meant to be, for sure. 100%. But yeah, so born in Chicago, uh, raised in Mexico City. So I spent pretty much the majority of my childhood in Mexico, uh, growing up with a culture just very rich, you know, like my family, a lot into cooking, like just really, really good food. And I was always like spending time with my grandma. My grandma was always just so awesome telling me life stories. And I was always very, a very curious kid, you know, I always wanted to know more than the average kid. I always wanted to to figure it out and find out why, like, why we die. And, like, you know, like, dead was, like, one of those things that were, like, so intriguing to me. Um, now I do, like, you know, bones and guts and all that stuff for a living I, when I'm doing my drawings. Uh, but it kind of, like, all comes from, like, my childhood. I just was very curious and concentrated on just like learning all the aspects about like science and um, just 
how the human body works and and all that fun stuff. I create my own little games and I remember telling my grandma just like to um, save all the chicken bones for me like after dinner and she'll be like, why? Chicken bones, why? Right? I'm asking why Right, now. exactly. <laughs> well, because one of my favorite things to do was just like right after dinner, I'll, I'll run to the backyard with all the bones that I have. I dig them in and then I put little flags with like tags and stuff. I have a little brush and I had a hat and I had like my my little notebook, just like taking notes. I always wanted to be either like an anthropologist or an archaeologist or a forensic, forensic um, you know, like yeah, for, forensics or... I'm thinking, Paleontologist, I'm thinking witch doctor. all of that stuff. That too, that too. <laughs> but you know, it was like so fun for me to do. And I could spend like hours doing that. And it's just so funny that how like everything kind of like comes around, you know. Then growing up, I went to school for graphic design. And then my family and I moved to the States to live um, in Milwaukee and have been here for the past 20 years now did work in the service industry for about 17 years now i'm doing what i actually love to do which is drawing and encouraging people to learn you know a lot about what our bodies are about you know? okay that's that's very so, cool I, I have to let you know that i would say probably 90 percent of my guests aren't from wisconsin which kind of like scares me because usually people from milwaukee area are from milwaukee yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll tell you just about, I, yeah, about 90% of the people that I interview here aren't even from Milwaukee. Oh, well. Which I think is really, really interesting because I don't think of Milwaukee as people to, where to come here. It's mm -hmm. like an established. Well, Milwaukee is yeah. super cool and everyone wants to come here now. <laughs> you heard it first here on the first podcast. Milwaukee is cool. Super cool. Super cool. <laughs> so let's get back on track here. Tell me what you guys do at um, Artery Inc. So... To kind of backtrack a little and how we kind of came up with the idea, which led us into doing what we do, is that we met in the service industry and we have these art backgrounds, but weren't really doing anything with them. And we're just, you know, like going day by day, working all night, sleeping all day, drinking, eating, you know, like living the service industry life, which was great. And we learned a lot. And at a certain point, it was just, you know, kind of becoming too much. And we actually had three deaths in our family in one week, which kind of was, you know, with any death, let alone three, it really makes you think about life. And it really kind of stops everything for a minute. And, you know, you have to kind of face it and deal with it. And they were close people to us. It was my aunt and my grandpa and her aunt. And we kind of like thought to ourselves, like, are we, are we living our best lives? Are we healthy? Are we happy? And the answer to a lot of those was no, we're not. And so we kind of started diving into like researching a lot about our bodies and about keeping them healthy and about how to prevent disease and how to even sometimes reverse disease. And we were just amazed by all the things that we had learned that we were like, why didn't we think about this before? Why didn't, why is this not more common knowledge? You know, like we were, I never thought about what I ate my whole life and neither really did Gloria. And then we started sure. to kind of change what we were eating. I never thought about way either yeah. growing up. No. It's crazy. Like we do it every day, multiple times a day, yet we don't think about it. And, yeah. and I was just like kind of an eye opener. And it actually got to the point where like Gloria was having really, really bad stomach pains. And we started going to see a naturopathic doctor. Um, her, She's amazing. Dr. Sarah Axtell from Lakeside Natural Medicine in Shorewood. And we started meeting with her and she just was so knowledgeable about, you know, just 
just figuring out why she was having these stomach problems. If you want to go into it, you can more. Yeah, I can. I can a little bit. So, well, you know, since I was a kid, I kind of had like a a little bit of an upset stomach. Or that's what I what I tell myself, you know, and growing up, I just didn't really pay much attention to it. And until it got really bad. Right. And just like Mara said, like working in the service industry, unfortunately, comes with a lot of bad habits. I was definitely a heavy drinker and I was definitely not eating at the times that I supposed to and not eating the right foods. And all of these things just like kind of like way down on me until one night I, I was just like in such severe pain that I, I thought I'm like, if I don't do something like right this minute, I'm probably going to die. That's how bad it felt. You know, my gut's just like awful. I was also dealing with a lot of other issues that I never knew that were like a source of the same thing. Like I was, you know, having like dry skin and I was just like my my weight was like just going up and I was just very lethargic, you know, just like tired and foggy and had all this other things that I just did not know where where they're coming from. Now, the thing for me is like, well, I want to find out, but I kind of want to find out in a more of a natural way. So that's why we start researching and we, we did our research. We found Sarah. We went to her. She was amazing. Very spot on, actually, on everything. I just went there. I told her, you know, like, I'm like really dying of like super awful pain in my guts. Right away, she's like, you know, maybe you're you're dealing with like just a great deal of inflammation. And then I told her all my other symptoms. I'm like, she's like, I think you might be having like some sort of thyroid issue, but I kind of want to, you know, do some blood tests and kind of like make sure what's going on. When the results came back, yeah, I was definitely dealing with hypothyroidism, which all the symptoms that I just mentioned before are related to that I had no clue. And for the longest time, I just ignored because, you know, as humans, we just get comfortable even feeling bad, which is the worst possible thing we can do is we just like think, oh, it's just the way I am. But nobody should be feeling bad in their own bodies. And then she told me, like, you're dealing with chronic inflammation. So she got me in a kind of an elimination diet. And for a while, you know, I couldn't eat like gluten, dairy, soy, any, um, any of my favorite foods were like pork and like sugar and even coffee, which was like, oh, my God, please don't take the coffee for me. <laughs> that was the only thing that I was like, you know what? I give up everything. But coffee, come on. She let you have one cup before noon. She did. She did. That was all right. So that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> everything else, though, I followed. I followed to a T and I start seeing like the benefits from it, like right after like the second week. I was already like my fogginess was going up away i was so also just like just feeling really good you know i was eating a lot of greens and i was just like nurturing my body really so after a month i was just like there's no way possible that i'm gonna go back to be the way that i used to be because the way i am right now and that i'm feeling my own body is the best that i have ever felt so that's kind of like the way it's like okay so when you have all this amazing information and you have seen all the results. You cannot just keep all this to yourself. And that's how kind of like we decided to incorporate a lot of the, the information that we give out in all of our product at Artery Inc. Because we want to encourage and inspire people to take a little bit of, you know, a look at, at our bodies and take better care of them and learn a little bit more. Because a lot of times what you don't think is a big deal, it could potentially harm your life. 
in really bad ways. So if you can catch it before and if you can treat it instead of patching it, then you can have a way better life, you know? Yeah. So, so, so then like as we were experiencing feeling like this and we were learning about this and we had Sarah's help, we thought, oh my gosh, we're so passionate about this and learning about this, but we we don't care about our art anymore. And we wanted to do something with our art for so long. So we thought, how can we combine those two ideas into one and use and have our art that relates to all that we've learned and encourage others. So we're like, okay, let's make greeting cards. Like we always wanted to, and they're a great, greeting cards are so great because you give buy them to give them to someone else. So you're always thinking of somebody when you're buying them usually. So there's place on there for information. There's a place on there for a cute illustration or, you know, something like that. And then there's a place for you to write what you want. So we're, we just, it was like a, bur- a burst of ideas. And we came up with a bunch of greeting cards and we came up with prints and we came up with t-shirts. And so we researched, you know, there we had like, for example, one of our cards, it's um, the Beatles, but it's the beats and the, there's one beat for each beetle. And it says like rock on happy birthday, the Beatles. And on the back, there's a little fact about why beets are good for you. Like eat their greens. They're really good for liver detoxification, you know, just a little fact. And so we write all that stuff and then we give it all to Sarah and she checks it all before we print it and sell it. So like just having her back up having her back up on that information just makes us feel more confident in giving it out because we don't have a medical background and you know I don't know as much as a doctor or anything but I just want to be able to share the information that we've learned. That, that's so, really cool and that's on all of your greeting cards yep. that I saw right? Yep yes. all of our cards yeah. all of our prints we have a coloring book for adults and all the information in there too has been checked by her as well as an anatomy teacher and every product that we give out usually has some sort of informational aspect as well as the art. I think that's really key that you guys take the time not only to do the art, but to have it verified by professionals to make sure it's accurate. Instead of just throwing it out there and going, hey, here I am, and and there's nothing behind it, and some people do that. Yeah. Right. And And yeah, we just just don't want, you know, we don't want people to think that we are doctors and we know everything, and we, we obviously are not curing your disease by information on a card, but like little tips like about how your body works or drinking more water or why eating greens are good for you, like might get that idea in your head and you might think, oh, like maybe I'll try that. Or, hey, did you know and share it with your friend and they might try it. Exactly. You know, it's all about little informa- little bits of information that we pick up through our lives, you know, and they could change our life. And pass, passing that information on. So what has been some of your biggest challenges in through this entire process? I know, Gloria, you, you mentioned a few of them as just, you know, your health and getting into us. What has been some of you, maybe some of the other challenges and how have you overcome them? Well, I think like with anyone that starts a business with what they're passionate about doing at a certain point. Well, it is scary because you don't know what (laughs) could happen, but also like you, like, you know, you're an artist and you want to draw for a living and you start doing that. And over time you end up not drawing because you're replying to emails and you're organizing meetings and you're going to shows and all these different things. And I think that was something that, you know, we have always maybe had a little bit of a challenge with, and it's just remembering like to schedule time to do what you love while still running the business. And as our business grows, we'll be able to hire people to do the things that we don't like as much. So that's kind of been like a learning experience for sure. Yeah, staying organized, you know, when, when you have a business, it's like one of the main things that will make you successful. I feel like for the for the beginning of the business, you know, a lot of things are just like kind of like all over, you know, you try to like piece them all together and and stuff. And I think with the years we have 
learn, they're staying organized and just like tackle one task at a time and not try to be the multitaskers that we had in our minds to be because working in the service industry, you have to do like 1700 things at one. We find that it's a lot more productive to do one thing at a time and finish it and then move on to the next, you know, but those are things that you learn along the way. When you have your own business, you kind of are your, you wear like 1700 hats, right? So you have to like make yourself accountable and you have to make sure that you are prioritizing and all these things we learn. Someone's phone is ringing. Sorry. It's better than our guts gurgling. I, <laughs> I think it's like, I, I have spidey senses. So that, that could have been outside and I would have heard it. That is, that is really cool. All right. Where the hell was I? What were we talking about? We were talking about challenges. Challenges. Yes. yes. Challenges. Okay. What all are right. some other challenges? The, the one thing about that, and I have to come back to that as well, getting started with this podcast and doing a lot of things that I'm doing. And my wife tells me, she goes, um, you're working 24 seven right now mm-hmm. until you get it to where you want to be. Cause you don't have any help and you got to stay yeah. on track and do it. And sometimes I, by seven, eight o'clock, I'm just, I'm, I'm burnt because I started five, six, seven in the morning. Yeah. And right. One thing I do suggest always for anybody that is like either starting their business or already are in their business, but feel like very overwhelmed and just like, there's no, not enough hours in the day. It's like, make sure that you take time for yourself because the more time you take for yourself to like just nurture your body, to maybe some do do some meditation or maybe a quick 10 minute yoga or something that kind of like just puts your mind at ease will actually provide to your body like more. It kind of like regenerates everything, you know, and it just allows you to perform in a higher that, that's, you, that, have you have to, to take time definitely for, take, take time. time for yourself i think it was called extreme ownership by jocko he's a navy seal and the one thing he said he says and does during the during the day he does uh when he feels that he's down mm-hmm. or losing energy or something like that if i'm, I'm recording this properly is that he'll take no more than a five to ten minute nap and just yeah. to re-energize there you go and it does work anything more than that you just keep sleeping and right. now it turns into and a nap right exactly exactly <laughs> all right but yeah giving yourself some some breaks here and there just to regenerate your body is very important. Otherwise, we just work ourselves to death and yeah, then... That's no fun. I exactly, because then you're not it, enjoying no. anything you're doing. No. And you're pissed off most of the time because you're like, I just want to sleep or I just want to be able to not think about anything. Right. It's like, but if you take the time for you every single day, then you can perform better. All right, we're going to take a step back into the time machine and go to the start of your business or career. Uh-huh. What advice would you give to your younger self? That it will all work out. <laughs> Believe, Don't worry. have the faith, yeah. it'll all work out. Just yeah. work at it. Everything Surround yourself will. with good people. I remember quitting Definitely. my service industry job putting in my two weeks notice, do this full time. And then the next day I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that was the worst decision I ever made. What am I going to do with all my time? Is this even going to be worth it? And I cried and it was terrible. And then like one week later, I, I was so busy. I don't think I would have ever had time to have another job anyway. And it's been like that ever since. That's awesome. And it's, you just have, you have to take the leap because the net is there. You just have to jump first. Yes. Honestly. And I always say, you know, like, there's a lot of unknowns, like, you know, there's a lot of things that we want to do and, 
you know, we're going to need lawyers and bankers and people that can help us with a website. And there's so many things. I don't know how to do everything, but it's okay that I don't know because when we're ready, the teacher or the lawyer or whoever will appear and will be there and will be able to help us. And you just have to trust. And that's how it's always been. Like I'll get upset or worried. Oh my God, I don't know how to do this. And then we'll figure it out. And I look back and I say, you know, once you do it, you learn and you're moving on to the next thing and you're always learning. I think one thing that I would say to my old self is believe in yourself, you know, believe that you're worth it. Believe that you can actually accomplish all the things that you have in your mind and believe that you can do it with like a like a higher value than you even think is possible. You know, I think when I was younger, I always thought that I was like, you know, I'm a really good server. I'm like I freaking I am awesome. You know, I'm a rock star on that. But I don't know if I'm ever going to be anything else, you know, and not to say that being a server is degrading or anything, because it's not. It's like it's an awesome job. You could learn a lot. You have a lot of skills. But that was stopping me for tapping into my real talents. And so I will tell myself, you know, just believe that you can actually make a living doing what you love doing. You know, that's that's what I will say to little Gloria. (laughs) I would also tell myself that when I. I am not a very good speller and my whole life. I never thought I could do anything very well because I couldn't spell. And now I own a business and I write 10 million emails a day and it's fine. And you learn. And if I misspell something, oh, well, there's spell check. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I would tell myself that it's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. We can get past that. I think spell check is ruining me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So what are three to five things that a client should know about you and why they should reach out to you? Well, we are always on point with our quality. Every product that you get is going to be really good quality. And we are open to doing a lot of custom work too. And what, so, are, what are some of those products that you're talking about? Um, like lately, we've been doing a lot of custom t-shirts for different, you know, like we did transplant ICU team shirts or a, a radiology group wanted to order shirts for their whole team. And so we're like, we're happy to work with you and pick out colors and designs and, you know, totally create something unique and really one of a kind and super, super good quality. And then another thing I would say is that we are on time. Like we will get you whatever you need as fast as we possibly can. Definitely. And we're, we're, both of us are really like open to working with anybody and really laid back and just want to get you what you want. You know, like we're nothing, you know, our minds are open. We're not like, you know, we have no one to answer to. I don't have to check with someone if I can do something or not. Like we can do it and we'll figure out how. Very cool. You guys working any cool projects right now? Um, some secret ones. And (laughs) I was trying to get this out. (laughs) And we're coming out with some really awesome stickers which right. maybe they'll be out already by the time this podcast airs. Any other cool projects we're working on? Well, we just we did some stuff for um, the MCW, Medical the College. Medical College of Wisconsin. Uh, we are we have other two projects that are, we're, we're working on right now that are like not sealed yet. But um, the one that we worked on was actually, you know how we have our, our heart of Milwaukee? You know, we have like the Milwaukee landscapes within I the heart. I, I, you gave me that one exactly. and I, ha- I have it in my office right in there. I love that. Yeah. Like detailed line drawings and stuff like the Medical College of Wisconsin wanted us to create the Medical College of Wisconsin heart. So images that represent them. That was like su- such a such a cool, cool project. You know, like just dealing with them was like just amazing. We have learned 
a lot from that. And I think this year we kind of like took took it to the next level. Like last year we weren't doing like all those custom projects. We weren't like like focusing on that as much. And this year has just been like bam, 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 just like crazy. We're like targeting, you know, a lot of the you know, like medical students and nurses, because they, they do love our stuff a lot. And um, I think it's really nice to be able to create awareness of like donating and, you know, just in general, because we, we obviously put organs on our T-shirts to make people aware that what, that what we have in the inside is very important. <laughs> Even though we don't see it, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Most uh, of the time we focus on the, on the outer outside, layer. Yeah, and that's not as important. Exactly. Let's go back in the time machine again to a time we thought, wow, I'm really making a difference. Tell me a story. So, oh my God, there's so many different ones. Like, I don't think we had any idea what was going to happen when we started this. And just the response that we've gotten from people that have gone through heart surgeries, liver failures, kidney transplants to to buy a piece of artwork that represents that experience to give to a kidney donor or a kidney recipient or to have like a, um, a I don't know the name of her specific job, but she works in a hospital and she helps kids with dealing with surgeries and she would use our coloring book to pick out the organ that they were having their surgery on and then would walk them through it and they colored it and they learned about it and she said it has brought so much joy to the parents and the families and the kids during this hard time so like artwork is such a great universal language that like we can all relate to and we all have bodies and you know it's just how do we connect that more and I think that we've stumbled on this like really cool way to talk about it and it's just you know every event that we do someone will come up oh my gosh I got one of your shirts for my chiropractor and it has a spine on the back and he just loved it and you know different cards and different stuff like that has just been it's been awesome and like we every night we go to sleep and I'm like I can't believe this is my life because yeah. like just the response we've gotten has been been great. Even a, a woman emailed us saying that she bought prints for her wall and she works with women who have been in in bad situations. And she said, you know, one of them has the lungs on it, says breathe, everything will be OK. And one of them is a rib cage with a heart. But the heart is on the outside like a bird. And it says like fly free. And she says that she gets compliments on those all the time and they're helping to keep a really positive environment to the girls she's talking to. So like stuff like that is just priceless. Another thing that comes to mind is like when we're like doing shows, we have a lot of uh, younger people that are like artists, but they're like very afraid of putting their artwork out there. And they're like, come to our booth and just ask questions and, and, and you see the nervousness in it. Right. So I'm, I always like to approach them and be like, can I see, can I see your, your stuff? You know, like, show me, show me your things. Like, cause they're like so interested. And it's like, oh my God. And, and how do you start it? And how do you making a living out of it? And, and all these things. And I'm like, you know, don't let anyone tell you or put a cap on what you can do in life. You can make a living out of what you love. You just have to believe that you can do it. Right. So to me, like encouraging younger people that are like eager to do what they love versus having the job that they don't want, but they have to do it for the money. You know, um, I always say, you know, yeah, you may have to make money, obviously, to live, but you can also do your artwork on the side. And why don't you just like print it and come and do one of these fairs and see how it goes? There's something for everybody, you know, 
always. So just be open to to take it all in. And I think that's to me, that's one of one of the things that is like the most rewarding, just like encouraging and inspire younger, younger people to do what they love. You know, it's just like we live in a society where, where that's kind of like, a nah, you, no, there's no way you're going to make a living doing this or that. You know, you have to have the, the regular job where you like, you know, are unhappy because that's just the, the way that it is. But it doesn't have to. No, so. it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. What are some of the day-to-day practices that have contributed to your success and happiness? Well, definitely. I'll tell you how we start our morning. Basically, we get up earlier. We get up at five twenty every day. We um, we not proceed every to day. not every day, but most of the time, <laughs> at least four times four times a week. We love celery juice, so we drink celery juice in the morning. This is re- really beneficial for for everything in your body, really. Um, and it kind of gives you a boost. So it kind of wakes you up. You know, it has like this like super um, awesome just energy boost. And then we like eat an apple or something and then go to the gym. We work out for about 45 minutes to an hour. And then we come back. We do at least 20 minutes meditation. And then because we are huge believers that you have to give yourself the time for you before you start work, right? Instead of like looking at your phone right away or writing emails right away, you have to make sure you have this Zen time for you because then that will give you the boost for the rest of the day. So that's how we start our morning. And then we just basically go into work. We check our emails. (laughs) Um, They are so busy. These phones are just blowing (laughs) up in here. I don't know if this is live or what. Yeah, but we check we check our emails. We you know we we have um we have our our app which is called Spirity app that we like pretty much keeps everything organized. We make a list the night before of all the things that we're gonna do the day after, so we're not trampling into things and we have things that are like priority versus like just being all over the place. Yes, and that really just like makes our day like. So much better. That is nice. That Definitely. is nice. So is there any particular book or quote guided you through this process and you'd like to share? Oh, so many. So many. <laughs> well, okay. So the things that keep us the most inspired are Sean Croxton. He has a podcast called The Quote of the Day Show. And every day he puts a quote on and all the quotes are amazing. And they all seem to just be perfect for that day. I don't know how that always works, but pretty much always perfect. The universe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jen Sinchiro, You're a Badass. Her book has been like life changing. Definitely. Um, and just just going for it and getting beyond our own problems and getting ourselves out of our own way. And then Katy Perry is our favorite. And we love her. We love and Katy we Perry. We listen to Katy Perry. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> and we, you know, I think we became super fans at the beginning of our business. And she's just helped keep us pumped throughout and still does. And I think it's just about she just encourages so much of authenticity. And we always try to be as authentic as possible and as open as possible and just bringing our full authentic selves to our business. And that has just helped us grow and just like spreading light and positivity. You're the second guest this week, this week or in the last two weeks that have brought up that book, You Are a Badass. Oh, yeah, it's so amazing. Great. So I have to get that. Yeah, it's get so it. amazing. It's one of those books that is like very easy to read and very relatable, right? And it has like kind of like everyday things that we don't pick up on. They have like so much meaning behind it. 
And it kind of like, it's kind of like her own way to teach you that we're all humans and we all deal with the same stuff. But she looks at, she looks at it in a, in a different way that we do. So, you know, just, just get in, in that kind of mindset of like being a badass at everything that you do. Nice. So it's like, nice. yeah, awesome. if you're ever feeling like down or anything, if you have her book, just like read one paragraph, you'll get your good you for the day. Okay. <laughs> it's a must get. I have to go get that one. Yes. What's the one thing that's got you most fired up right now about the future? Um, oh like in a good way? Well, or I, a bad I, mean, I way? should hope so. <laughs> fired up is be like, hey, it's not like angry fired up, like excited fired up. Oh my gosh. Well, I, you go. I think honestly, the day by day, just like seeing the growth of the business and meeting all the amazing people that we have met throughout, like working at Artery Inc. It's just so like amazing to see like how many people are doing what they love to do. And it's just so inspiring to us as well. And I think just like seeing the everyday, because, you know, like sometimes we think about the everyday is like, just like could be boring or just like repetitive or all these things. We try to keep things light and we try to keep things innovative. You know, we try to just like take every single day, like is the last day and just put our ourselves out there as much as, as we can. I don't know. What I think also excited the question was what are we fired up for in the future uh-huh. right yes also nervous but excited that eventually we're going to be able to give people some really awesome jobs that yes. is so cool. like that i think amazing. that i think i see and i hear what people say about their jobs and their bosses and i just want to be able to create like such a great awesome fun working environment, environment and to be able to give culture. people a really really cool job that they will want to be at for their life and i think that's like being in charge of that can be really exciting. And like, I really, I think about that, not all the time, but a lot. And I am excited when that time comes. I'm right there with you. I'm excited, but one day I can do that as well. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So how does one that's listening get in contact with you? Our email is arteryinc with a K, I-N-K at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, arteryinc.com. Or we have Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at arteryinc with a K. And you can get into contact us w- with us any of those ways. And yeah, we reply quick and fast almost Definitely. all the time. And just like I say on all of these shows, I will add these to the show notes. So you don't have to write them down now, but they will be there for you when you need to. All right. So even though we had a lot of fun right there, we're going to take it up a notch here. All right. right, So let me see, where am I? So we're going to do some rapid fire questions. This probably wasn't in uh, the FAQ that I gave you to study or take a look at. You didn't even get any FAQ. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so no, it was not. (laughs) We're we're cutting that out of this episode. And that didn't didn't do my job. I have to go back in my notes here to figure that out. Maybe we didn't. I I I think so. I I think a lot of people that go into my um, imitations don't read them. So I I don't know about that. Let's see, the 25th and yep, there it is in the invitation. Way to go. Oh, yes. We have, we have proof. That only took me, that took me 15 seconds. All right. Maybe you got to send it as an email attachment. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We're going to have a class on Google invites here in the next episode of Local First Podcast. Okay. Where were we? Okay. Rapid fire questions. But before we get into rapid fire questions, you get to ask me one question about 
anything. Anything. Right. Yeah, just one. You don't eat. Well, you can each ask <laughs> well, me one. We can combine. You can buy one, one or you can each ask one. That's fine. I'll give you to think. I'll give you the honors of asking. It. All right. So what do you really think of Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Cancel that. She'll answer <laughs> or she'll ask. I would say, um, I'm more what is, what is, <laughs> what's, what's your drive? What is my drive? It's more about what is my why? Oh. My drive. There's a lot of things that drive me depending on the certain day of the week. But my, my why is to build uh, with this podcast is build a legacy. Um, something awesome. that started 15 years ago as an idea sitting on a porch with my brother drinking beer is now coming true, which I never thought would. So this is, this is right here. I mean, it's my like legacy. This is going to be around forever. Um, and I want to grow this into a national brand, a global brand. I'm putting it out there and that's something I'm looking to do over the next three to five years, something that I can pass down to my children that are all growing up now, but they can see what I've done. And also to share the inspiring stories like yours and other entrepreneurs and other leaders in the community, because it's more, it's more than just telling about who you are as a business, but to know where you've come from to get to that point in your business, in your life, your struggles or your stories. And I applaud everybody that's on this show that shares these stories because one, I, once I release them, they're out there with the world and there's no turning back. So by you guys coming in here and sharing your inspired stories, you're helping me build my legacy. Well, we thank you. You're welcome. Okay, my turn. <laughs> All right. So again, this is out of my book, Tools of Titans from Tim Ferriss. And I use his rapid fire questions to fire away. So let's see here. I'm going to pick some ones out for you guys that because you've been listening to a podcast. I'm going to pick some odd ones out. All right here. What is the, well, let's see. What is Okay. How has a failure, how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? And you know what not to do. Oh, <laughs> oh? I thought these were fast. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I was like, I mean, you, can, you, you can give a little details. <laughs> you give the details. I was like, I was like, what, what was that? Wait, Did you I have to right? Ask like, the question again. Oh I was hit. I was ready for speed. <laughs> You know, like blue or green, green, up or down, down. (laughs) How has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? All right. Well, like what would be one of our fit? You know, like, okay, so we wanted to, for example, host an event and we like rushed into it and we had these great ideas and it was like at the beginning of our business and we got like almost to the middle of like we announced it we were gonna sell (laughs) tickets everything and it was just to the point where like we are not ready for this and we had to cancel it and it was like a big decision you know everyone knew about it and you know it's kind of you know it's like I'm going to have to cancel it. And no one wants to do that. But then, you know, you do it and you and you get the response like, oh, we understand. And everyone's kind of really understanding. And then you're like, okay, like next time we know that we need all these different things. We learned a lot throughout the experience of planning it that like next time we'll be able to plan it a lot better. We have a bigger team. We'll have a bigger team. We'll know more people and we'll just, you know, we'll be better at it next time. And it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out the first time. You know, it's just, you got to be honest and it's not 
going to work, change it. Very yeah. good. Very good. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What is something really weird or unsettling that happens to you on a regular basis? Really weird. Just something odd, odd that just happens every once in a while. You see it just always happens or you see it that comes up. You know what? Oh. This is in a good way. It's weird um, if, you, if you're not into, into this kind of thing, but... We see like uh, like three numbers, three three of the same numbers in a row, a lot. What are those numbers? You know, it could be like a three three three, a four four four, five five, five whatever whatever it is. But we always see them, and I think it's a way of the universe telling us that we are in the right path. We are huge believers in the universe, and we think that everything that we put out there, the universe always has our back. But we see these three numbers everywhere we go, all the time, every single day. Sometimes. Seriously, like no joke. One day we were like driving from Milwaukee to Chicago. We saw every single number from one all the way to nine in threes the whole way to Chicago. There was one that was missing. It was the four. 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 We went to get gas and the total on our thing, four, four, four. That's freaky. (laughs) That is freaky. I think you guys are just playing games on a freeway down there. It was weird. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Any ask or request for the audits and and any last parting words? Thanks for listening. We hope to hear from you. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Right. I do have one request. Go for it. Be kind to one another. Also, just... Be human. We're all the same. Even if we are unique on the cellular label, we are all the same. We all deserve respect. We all deserve love. And just treat everybody like you would like everybody to treat you. And treat yourself good, too. Definitely. Feed yourself real food. You'll feel better. It'll be easier to love everybody else. (laughs) Definitely. Well, Mara and Gloria, I truly appreciate you guys being on Local First Podcast today. It's been a lot of fun, as always. And we we definitely got to do this again. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank Thank you so much for having us.